Is the Galapagos on your vacation to-do list? Stay tuned for a review of Celebrity Cruises in the Galapagos Islands. My special guest today is Rosemary Bartello of Cruise Holidays of Oakville. Rosemary has been meeting the needs of her clients in and around Ontario and across the country for the last 25 plus years. Hi, Rosemary. Welcome back to RTE Travel Talk. Thank you, Ken. It's nice to be here. Great to have you back with us, Rosemary. Rosemary, one of the things that's been on a bucket list for myself and an absolute ton of our viewers and listeners is the Galapagos Islands. Now, I understand Wonderful. you've cruised to the Galapagos. And I was hoping today yes. that we could spend a little time talking about your cruise. Tell us how you went, where you went, what you did, and offer some tips for folks that were considering just such a bucket list vacation. I'd be happy. Super. To. So where do, who did we go with Rosemary and tell us all about it. I went with this, with celebrity on the expedition. It's a lovely small ship, about a hundred guests. That's about as large as they allow in the Galapagos. Okay. And I sailed in October, November of 2016. It's it was considered an expedition ship, but it was quite lovely. Not the traditional expedition ships in the past. Right. So it's probably got um, the amenities a lot of folks would have come to expect from a celebrity cruise or a premium cruise line. Yes, because the ships are small. Right. They don't have all the same amenities as the larger ships. Of course. There's one dining room and they had one alfresco dining area. Right. And um, the rooms are nice. Uh, we had a an ocean view room and it was more than adequate. The only time we used it was really to sleep. Right. You don't spend a lot on this type of a cruise. You're not going to spend a lot of time in your stateroom anyway. No, there would be landings in the morning and in the afternoon. So we usually sleep in the early afternoon. Okay. And then when it cooled down, we'd go out again. Okay. So, well, yeah. So that sounds great. Why don't you give us a brief overview of just kind of the day to day? Okay. Well, typical day would be you get up and have breakfast. You get ready, you go out for a landing right. to one of the islands. You take a zodiac over to the island. Usually these were wet stops, meaning you, it would pull up under the sand and you would have to jump out. There were a couple where they could dock and you get up, you could get out and just walk off. And for those that don't know what zodiacs are, they're those rubber boats with a motor and you sit on the edge of the boat. And they hold about 10 to 12 um, guests. Right. You'd get off and then you'd hike around the island. You'd have um, a naturalist with you, of course, and they'd explain all the wildlife, the flora and the fauna. You'd take pictures. You could go swimming in some areas, some areas we didn't. Get back on, you'd have lunch, have maybe have a short nap or do some reading and do it all over again in the afternoon to a different a stop. Then come back to the ship get ready, have dinner, and then usually go and have a drink. And they might have uh, a speaker on on the areas that you're visiting, or they may have like a trivia one night or a karaoke one right. night, or they had um, a crew entertainment one night. Right. The cruise itself is really about exploring the various islands. How many islands were there? There's two areas. There's a northern loop and a southern right. loop. And there's at least seven islands probably in each area. And you may go to one island and and be on one side in the morning and one side on the afternoon, or you may go to a different island in, in, in the afternoon. Right. 
So a lot of this is obviously encounters with the uh, the wildlife. That's... How much wildlife was there? And, and what what did you what did you come across? There was tons. Hmm. I I had to go back through my um, my book that I purchased, right. and and I said, oh yeah, I saw that. Oh yeah, I saw that. But they had they had everything. They had the the giant tortoises. They had flamingos. They had iguanas. They had water iguanas. They had all kinds of birds: hawks, owls, frigates. The blue and red-footed boobies, right. sea lions, saw penguins, saw giant iguanas, right. land iguanas. Yeah. They're big yellow. They're they're monstrous, <laughs> but but they're harmless. Yeah. Everything's harmless. Yeah. So you see all kinds of things. And I've heard that they don't really have much fear of humans. We had this huge iguana sitting on the path. It had to be six feet long, a couple hundred pounds. Wow. It wouldn't move. We just walked around <laughs> it, and it looked at us. <laughs> Very quickly, we walked. Yeah. Now, there must would there be restrictions involved with interacting with the, the animals? Oh, definitely. You're not allowed to touch the animals. You're really not supposed to approach right. the animals, but like we did, it was in the way, so we had to go around right. it. But they're very inquisitive, and they'll come right up to you, and they'll the sea lions are quite uh, fun. Right. You know, they'll swim with you and dive, and I had one, I walked along the beach, and it followed me up, and it followed me back, and swam on its back, and smiled at me, and <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it's like nothing you've experienced. Really? Wow. Wow. The islands themselves, did you find each one different or, or are they all pretty much the same? Well, they're all very similar, mm -hmm. but they're all very different because they're all from volcan volcanic rock. Right. So you would find different wildlife on different islands. So like one day you would go and see the tortoises and another day you would see the marine iguanas. And you can also snorkel and dive in certain areas. So you're going to see different wildlife in the in the water, like the um, the sea turtles, the sea lions. Like I said, some people saw sharks, and then the people that dove, they they saw all, totally different fish and things. I, know I don't have my paddy license, so I couldn't dive, but I did snorkel, and it, it's just a different wonderland underneath. Wow, the water. Wow. What time of year did you go? I went on October 31st. Okay. On Halloween. <laughs> and it was wonderful. It was mating in baby season. Right. So, so we saw some baby frigates that just looked like little white fur balls. Yeah. And um, the sea lions were in season. So we saw lots of babies. And we, I saw one that had just been born. Oh, wow. Wow. In terms of the best time of year for this, is there a season for it, Rosemary? Or can you go all year round? You can go all year yeah. round. It's on the equator. So it's warm and temperate. There's always a breeze. You just, different times of year, you see different things. Okay. So. And everything's interesting. <laughs> so would you have a recommended time? Like mating season is a good time? Yeah, I would think yeah. so. I would go again in in the fall mm -hmm. as I did last right. time. And I would go in the spring right. too. Like I said, it's, it's quite warm there yeah. and breezy. But when the sun goes down, it gets a little cooler. Right on. So what, what should folks think about packing when they start out on an expedition like this? Most importantly, you need a brimmed hat. You don't want to get sunstroke. Right. You need a bathing suit. I would suggest uh, lightweight, self-wicking, expedition-type clothing in neutral colors, like the type you would 
used to go on a safari okay. or anything really lightweight that nice light material and uh, you don't want to wear bright colors, white, pinks, yellows, because they attract the bugs. You don't really want to wear dark colors because it, it, you get hot in them. Right. I would suggest also taking water shoes or Crocs because when you have to jump off the boat, you do have to step into the water and your feet will get right. wet. You should care, have a backpack with you all the time with water and snacks in it and take a towel so you can wipe your feet off with the sand and then put on your boots or your running shoes or um, walking shoes. So that's what you meant by a wet landing. The Zodiac will pull up to the beach, but it's only going to get so far and you're bailing out into the water to wade in just Correct. a little bit. Probably it's not deep, but you're probably what ankle deep or, you know, thigh yeah. deep or knee deep. So you have to be agile and mobile for this cruise. Okay. Yeah. So it's not, okay. it it's not, it's not a cruise for, uh, cruise for somebody with mobility issues. No, the walkers and the wheelchairs, you won't be able to get off the ship. I know we had an older gentleman who I think was celebrating his 95th birthday and and he just wanted to go to the Galapagos, but there was a couple of landings that had little dots and he could get on and off and he'd walk around a bit. He didn't take the full hike around the island, but he was quite happy and he was just excited to be down there well, you, and alive. You know, well, good for him at 95. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. And he was a hoot. Yeah. Oh, that's wonder, <laughs> wonderful. Now, you mentioned the guides. Tell us a little bit about the guides. Um, what, what, What is their purpose and how did you find them? They come with a right. ship. Every expedition ship has to have naturalists on board. Right. There's several. Every time you land, you have to have a naturalist go on land with you. All the naturalists have to be from Ecuador and they're, they're very well educated and agreed. So it's wonderful. They explain everything. Yeah, and part of their job, part, part of their job besides explaining everything is to help protect the environment. I would, I would assume. Correct. Right. There's nothing left behind. If you take something, you bring it back and you're not supposed to take things off of the Island, especially flora, like right. plants or anything, because you don't want to cross contaminate anything. No, exactly, exactly. Now, your cruise was seven days? Yeah, the cruise was an actual seven day, mm-hmm. but we had a two-night pre in Quito. The flight didn't arrive into Quito until late at night. I had to fly through Dallas-Fort Worth. Right. They picked us up at the airport. They took us to our hotel in Quito, which is the JW Marriott Lovely Hotel. Had breakfast. We went on a day tour of this the city and the area and then the next day we had a charter from the cruise line that flew us to Baltra in the Galapagos we had our cruise we came home we had a day room again at the JW you can stay overnight if you like and we flew home okay so in total you're probably 10 days 10 days, ten days. Mm-hmm. now that was one of my questions like the cruise itself is seven days everybody arrives in Quito and then Yes. Then you take a flight from Quito to Baltra, and Baltra is where you embark, embark your ship Correct. for the cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, is there such thing as of as just doing a cruise, or are you always going to be looking at some sort of a pre? Not, not that you're going to need it anyway, because but is there such a thing? You can't fly in yeah. in time to catch the the charter to to Baltra. Right. You have to have at least one night. Right. So while you're there, you may uh, as well enjoy it. And there is lots to see mm-hmm. on that day tour. They take you to the equator right. and you stand on over the line of the equator and get your picture taken. Personally, I would not recommend that you just 
by the seven day cruise. If you want to do something your own, arrange the air down to keto on your own, right. you can do that. But there's just too many ins and outs and different things that you need to know that I would not just book a seven day cruise. Right. No, exactly. Exactly. Now, one of my bucket list destinations in South America is Machu Picchu. Is there an opportunity yes. to do an extension to take in Machu Picchu? Yes. yes, definitely celebrity added an extension to Machu Picchu. And I'd say there was about 15 people that took okay. it. And if I had to do it over again, I would have take I would take it because there's no, they're both bucket list items and you get them over on one flight. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't have to fly down there twice. And it's another wonderful destination. So when you consider this type of vacation with, for example, celebrity, do you re recommend mm -hmm. going with their air or trying to do, do the air on your own? You can do either or. Right. If you take their air, they're responsible to getting you everywhere on time. Right. Now, we took our own air because I, my traveling companion had points and she wanted to of use course, them. Of course, yes. Once we landed in Quito, they picked you up at the airport and you're in their hands until you get back on that plane to go home. Okay. So so once you're in Quito, you're in celebrities' hands or, or your cruise's hands mm -hmm. and, and you're with them until you're ready to leave. That's correct. Okay. We talked a lot about celebrity and they do a great job. They've been in, well, they've been in the Galapagos since at least 2012. So they, they've been doing it a long time. Is there any other mm -hmm. vendors that do a good job in the Galapagos? In your view? Well, we have sold a few um, Galapagos trips with Silver Seas. Right. It is a, a luxury product. So you're going to get more of the amenities and the service that you would expect with a Silver Seas uh, cruise right. ship. It's just the ship is more luxury. Right. And it's, it is an actual expedition ship. So it's built for that purpose. And then there's also, I would say Lindblad and National Geographic. They have two ships down there. They're, they would be more your traditional expedition type ship. Right. No bells and whistles, same lectures and same type of itinerary. Silver Sea, because they're luxury, are obviously going to be more, more expensive. expensive. Celebrity, they're, they're, they're a premium line and they 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 go there a lot. So you you, they're probably going to be a better value with lots of great amenities. And then Lindblad and National Geographic, well, that's an experience unto itself. Very much traditional with no, with limited bells and whistles. They're probably, I don't, I don't know, I honestly don't know where they'd fall in price effect. Um, I looked them up. Right. They were probably just for the cruise portion. And uh, they they don't do the two-day right. land extent uh, pre, like celebrity. Yeah. But they are about 10,000 U.S. Right on. person. And they don't have balconies and they don't have suites. They have nice ocean view rooms. And that's Lindblad. But there's balconies and suites on the Celebrities Expedition ship? Yes. Okay. And the brand new Flora, right. beautiful new ship. It's built specifically for the Galapagos expeditions. Right. Zodiacs can just drive right on on the back of the ship. So you're not climbing in and out. Right. Of yes. And that'd make a big difference. Yes, it does. That, that'd make that'd make. Yeah. So they, they, they basically land back on the ship and you can just jump off. And yeah, I guess, and you can get on on the ship and then they just back yeah. out. Oh, that's fascinating. So who should oh, experience yeah. this type of destination? Rosemary, who's, who's a good fit? Anyone who wants an adventure right. or wants to experience something different, young and old, 
they, I believe, in the holidays, they even have some kids programs. Oh, I know people, they were talking about how they've had children on board. And I think this would be wonderful. Fantastic. For children. Yeah, fantastic learning oh, experience. The best education they could yeah. have. In general, your demographic you'd probably find on board is mid 40, 50s? Or, yeah, is, it, or um, is it really just all over the place? It's all over the place. We had 20-year-olds on there. Mm-hmm. They were there with their with their grandparents. Right. We had a ninety five year old on. <laughs> I would say that's an, an exception. Yeah. As long as you're mobile and active, I'd say up into your seventies. I'm I'm sure they're not going to allow babies and infants, so they're probably going to have a minimum age of eight or ten. Sure. Now, if if I was thinking about this cruise, how far in advance should I book that? I would say it's a year in advance. I was looking now for next October. And a lot of the uh, categories were sold right. out. Typically, the lowest and the highest sell out first. And then the in-between is what you have left. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So to get what you want, you should be looking a year year a year in advance at least. Mm-hmm. Well, Rosemary, this is absolutely super information. Is there anything that you'd like to add about a Galapagos cruise before we wrap up? Well, yeah. You can leave your suits and your ball gowns at home. You really don't need those on this cruise. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dress is casual. You can con- country club right. casual, slacks, skirts, sundresses sort of thing. Definitely don't need a suit jacket. Um, people were still wearing their expedition clothing to dinner, so they could pack light. You definitely don't want to book this cruise on your own. You need an agent to do it. Right to get you through all the ins and outs because there are different things that you would not know that are different from other cruise lines. Okay. So I would just recommend that you don't book it independently. I would think visa visas and vaccination certificates and that sort of thing would all would be certain things that you'd have to have your ducks in a row on. Right. Yes. Correct. Wonderful. Wonderful. So if folks wanted to find out more information about a Galapagos expedition cruise or for help with any other type of cruise vacation, what's the best way to get hold of you, Rosemary? Either by email, which is rosemary at cruiseholidaysoakville.com, mm-hmm. or by phone, uh, 905-337-2228. Um, just email me and I'll get back to you. If you call, I'm in the office. I'll help you out with it. Super. Well, I'll leave those links in the description. And just before we go, the last time you were with us, you I asked you where you're off to next. And you were saying, well, maybe a river cruise. And you hadn't really firmed up any plans. So I'm putting you on the spot, Rosemary. What are your plans for the next little while? I'm hoping in September to get an ocean cruise to the I'm, Greek Isles and Turkey. Yeah. Well, the Greek. But I did do that Rhine cruise. Did you? Oh, I did. It was a Christmas market cruise. It was lovely. Yes. Great time of year to go. Yeah. That's one of the things that's on our bucket list, too, is to, to actually do Christmas markets. So with that, we'll have to have you back to regale us with your adventures on the Rhine. Sound like a plan? Okay. No. Sounds All good. Right. Well, Rosemary, this is excellent. Thank you very much. And with that, I'm just going to wish you safe and happy travels on all your future adventures and cruises. 
May the wind always be at your back. And I hope to see you on Alito Deck sometime soon. I'd love to. Take care. Thanks. And that about wraps it up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Rosemary Bartello of Cruise Holidays of Oakville. If you'd like to reach Rosemary about a Galapagos Islands cruise or another vacation, I will leave her contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us with a comment or a suggestion for a future interview, you can simply send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com. Visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels.